Let's Face the Issues is a daily broadcast ministry of First Conservative Baptist Church with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Dr. Youngblood is also the founder, president of Conservative Theological University. Let's Face the Issues broadcast deals with real issues facing our culture today from a biblical perspective. God created three institutions, the home, government, and the church. Therefore, any issue that is harmful or has a negative impact on either of these institutions will be carefully dealt with and confronted from a biblical worldview. Too often, good people are afraid to confront serious issues that are attacking the church, the home, and Christians. We must stand against the enemies of the family and the church. Tune in each day for another broadcast of Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Here is Dr. Youngblood with Let's Face the Issues. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. It's always our delight to have you on board with us as once again we face the issues. As we face the issues each and every day, you, our audience, make up the program. We invite you to call in. Your conversation, dialogue, and discussion is welcome. We'd love to have your thoughts and your position on the issue each and every day. That telephone number is 831-0917, 831-0917. Your telephone call goes direct through to the studios and right to our microphones so that we can entertain your question, your comment, your dialogue, and discussion. We're talking about a woke society without God. A woke society without God. Now, I must tell you that term woke is a little unusual for my vocabulary. I still have not uh, fully determined the basis of the term. Everybody's supposed to be woke today. I assume it means you have been awakened to some new truth, but it's called a woke culture today. So we're talking about that woke culture, a woke society without God. It seems as though in the woke society that we're in today, everything is relevant but God. Everything is real but biblical truth. Everything is the focus and the centrality of what is said and done with the exception of God. God is the equation. God is that which is left out in the society in which we're living in today. And I'm here to tell you that if we try to have a society without God, it is a futile failure from the first. And we need to recognize the danger that we're in as a nation. Part of that woke society pushing everything but truth. And a part of that woke society, ladies and gentlemen, pushing what's called the CRT, the critical race theory, which is a major divisive tool of Karl Marx to divide a nation and to destroy a constitutional republic called the United States of America. May I remind us, ladies and gentlemen, even at this juncture, Matthew, the 12th chapter, the 25th verse, the Lord Jesus himself says that every city or house divided against itself cannot stand. And he goes on to talk about a nation that's divided cannot stand. So therefore, we're in a position today, ladies and gentlemen, that we're watching the satanic demonic forces undermining, tearing down, and destroying the very warp and woof that's the fabric of our society today, undermining and destroying the foundation, the fundamentals on which our nation was built. We need to be very, very careful. In this broadcast today, we're going to do a thumbnail sketch overview of the critical race theory, give you some insight and direction on it, and 
lest you feel that way now, let me stem the tide and say very clearly and very succinctly that as Christians, as conservatives, we need to confront the issue, not hide in the closet, not hide under the bed or behind the door and thinking somehow, some way that if we talk about the racist subject that's being bounded about today through the critical race theory, that somehow, some way we'll be demeaned and dissed in society and considered bad people. I think it's time Christians wake up, conservatives wake up, patriots wake up and stand up. In fact, the Lord Jesus said from the Christian standpoint that we're to be salt and light. Salt is worthless. It's to be cast out and trodden underfoot if it's lost its savor. Matthew 5, verses 14 through 17 tells us. Scripture says that we're to be the light of the world. If the light's hidden, if you keep the light under a bushel, the Scripture calls it. That is, if you stay under the bed and in the closet, do not let your light so shine that others can see Jesus in you, there's a problem. And I believe, ladies and gentlemen, we need to face the source of the problem and understand what we need to do as Christians today, perhaps as never before. Now, I understand that there's a major need to discuss some issues, and yet there's a major reluctance on the part of multitudes to talk about it. So as we talk about issues, let me remind you that we do so, ladies and gentlemen, based on the authority of the Scripture, the truth book. Jesus said to his disciples in John 8, 31 and 32, If you continue in my word, then you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. And then Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am truth. Jesus declares himself as truth. And then in John 17, 17, Jesus says, Thy word is truth. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ is the Logos of God, the word of God. And he says, I am truth. And then he says, thy word, that is the word of God, is truth. Ladies and gentlemen, truth is no longer salt in society. Truth is dis, demeaned, uh, and absolutely rejected in society in general. We need to stand for truth. It was the secularist George Orwell that said, the further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. We find that to be true today. I can use that redundancy of terms. It is true. We're finding Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and AOC, most in the Beltway in Washington, would not know how to spell truth. They reject truth. But ladies and gentlemen, it goes back to the very doorway of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we understand today that about 6% of Christian adults, those that claim to be saved, only about 6% have a biblical worldview. And out of the millennials, the 18 to 35-year-old age group, only about 4% have a biblical worldview. When we understand that, ladies and gentlemen, we recognize the truth of what Jim DeMint, the former U.S. senator, said. This article says DeMint warns America's decline linked to the death of truth. And he goes to the point. Truth is the core principle of the Judeo-Christian values, which are the very foundation of Western civilization. Judeo-Christian values are derived from the Bible, and the Christian church is the only custodian of the Bible. If you want to know the reason for the death of truth in America, look no further than the decline of Bible-based Christianity, he stated. Further, he says, what we believe about truth does not change what is true. What we believe about reality does not change what is real. 
There's no greater example of arrogance and self-worship than to assume whatever we believe is true or real. Yet that is precisely the prevailing view in America today, even in the Christian church. Ladies and gentlemen, that spells it out pretty clearly. If you want to know the problem, go back to the very rudimentary fundamental elemental cause, and that is in most churches today, truth has been ignored, the truth of the Word of God. It's the happy meeting, and it's not something about holiness of God. It's not the truth of the Word of God that's generally being preached today. And I think it's time we turn back to the Bible. I think it's time we had revival in America. I think it's time we seek God and confess our sins. I think it's time that we ask God to heal our land. We're going to be talking about some of the cause and effects of what's taking place in society today. This is the reason I say the Bible is the truth book. We need to go back to the truth of the Word of God. It was the 15th century theologian and church reformer, Jan Hus, that made this statement. Faithful Christians seek the truth, listen to the truth, learn the truth, love the truth, tell the truth, live the truth, and defend the truth, even to death. And I challenge you with that today. As Christians, that ought to be our mantra. We're going to seek the truth, and you won't find it on the Communist Network News. We need to seek the truth, and you won't find it in the Beltway in Washington. Seek the truth, listen to the truth, learn the truth, love the truth, tell the truth, live the truth, and defend the truth. We're talking about defending the truth of the Word of God. And we need to do so even to death, this writer of the 15th century said. Ladies and gentlemen, this portion of the day's broadcast is sponsored by Tools for Time. Tools for Time is an outdoor power equipment dealership company specializing in the turnkey business packages for individuals looking to own your own landscape or lawn care business. Tools for Time carries a full line of equipment for the homeowner. Brands like Honda and Echo. Tools for Time carries the full line of hurricane preparedness equipment. Tools for Time carries the full line of Honda generators. They have a knowledgeable staff that can answer all of your questions about power backup equipment. Tools for Time, ladies and gentlemen, has a staff that can answer your questions about the professional lawn care equipment as well as the homeowner lawn care equipment. Tools for Time is located at 11291. That's 11291-11291. Old St. Augustine Road. Some have asked, well, how do you find that? That's right at the intersection of I-295 and Old St. Augustine Road. There's a gigantic benchmark, 165-foot flagpole, U.S. flag old glory flying in the breeze of the air. That flag flying at the intersection of I-295 and Old St. Augustine Road. Find it. At the base of that flagpole, you'll find the home of Tools for a Time. Toolsforatime.com. Toolsforatime.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to recognize the situation, the condition that we're in America. The whole nation seems to be in turmoil. Now, I don't know. I'm still less than 100 years old, but I can recall some times when there didn't seem to be uh, the destabling uh, movement that we find today. There didn't seem to be the uh, lack of confidence and trust in our nation as we find today. There didn't seem to be the lack and trust and the confidence in government as we find prevalent today. But there's a turmoil that seems to be prevailing in America. It's because there is turmoil, if it seems to be turmoil. When a nation forgets God, God will allow a nation to implode upon itself. When a nation forgets God, God will allow a nation. Man's created as a volitional being. Man can make a decision to say, 
I don't like God. I don't want God, and I reject God, and God will let man do that. He created us a volitional being. He created Adam and Eve, uh, volitional beings. He gave them instructions what not to do. They disobeyed. Uh, that is called volitional choice. That disobedience brought uh, uh, was a sin. That sin of disobedience brought death. And the scripture says, therefore, death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And we need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that factor. But what has happened today is frightening, and yet we ought not to be surprised. Let me just read you an article that sets the stage as to why we're faced with uh, the critical race theory today, why we're faced with the fright and the fear being promulgated through the socialist Marxist BLM Communist Democratic Party, why this is taking place and it's grasping such a hold and it's rampant like wildfire across the nation. Here's an article that says the American church has fallen. Shocking poll shows fake Christianity has supplanted the biblical worldview. Now listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen. This article is dated July the 4th. Very relevant, I believe, for where we are today and for what we're talking about on this broadcast because this that I'm speaking of now, I believe, is the very fundamental foundation of the rationale for the irrationality that we see taking place in our nation that's allowing the decline and the divisiveness and the ultimate fall of America. This article says the American church has fallen. Shocking poll shows fake Christianity has supplanted the biblical worldview. American Christianity has fallen thanks to cultural corrosion and a lack of biblical literacy. A fake new Christianity has raked the dry ground of American church. The counterfeit religion is moralistic, therapeutic deism, a worldview that has quickly gained prominence and given American many Americans a theology that looks like looks nothing like historical Christianity, despite what they may claim it is. George Barner, director of research at the Arizona Christian University, said MTI, MTD, or watershed, watershed, watered down, feel good, fake Christianity. It is the most proper, uh, popular worldview in the United States of America today, according to Christian Christianity Daily. A recent poll conducted by the ACU, that is the Arizona Christian University, found that 38% of adults hold this view. What's more, three out of four people who hold MTD still consider themselves Christians. The fact that a greater percentage of people who call themselves Christians draw from MTD more than from the Bible says a lot about the state of the Christian church in America today. In all of its man manifestations, according to the Barner Report, simply and objectively stated, Christianity in this nation is rotting from the inside out. The question is asked in this article, what is MTD? MTD is essentially what I would call fake Christianity because it has some Christian elements in it, but it's not really biblical. It's not really Christian at all, according to Barner. He then went on to explain that each element of this, explain each element of this worldview. Quote, the moralistic pers uh, perspective 
it's where is that we're here to be good people and to try to do good. Barnard said, that's really what life is about. It's to be good, be good to yourself, be good to me, and it'll all work out. The therapeutic aspect is everything is supposed to be geared to making one feel good about himself. Ultimately, to make me happy philosophy. Basically, according to MTD, there's a distinct, distant God who just wants everyone to be nice. And the purpose of life is simply to be happy. American Christians who have adopted this philosophy have barred heavily from the modern secular world, what, which elevates personal definitions of right and wrong above any objective standard of truth like the Bible. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. That phrase sets the foundation and the theme of what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about critical race theory and what it's doing, how it's being embraced, why it's being embraced, and what is the cause and effect. Let me go back and read this paragraph. American Christians who have adopted this philosophy have borrowed heavily from the modern secular world, which elevates personal definitions of right and wrong above any objective truth or standard like the Bible. MTD is a cake and ice cream theology. I've always called it cotton candy theology, goosebump theology, kitchen theology, and voodoo theology, but he's calling it cake and ice cream theology. For those who want to feel good about themselves without sacrificing cultural relevance, MTD distorts the God of the Bible in an attempt to make him bless all the disputations and vanities of the modern world. It makes sense that Christians who embrace MTD are hesitant to criticize the culture in which we're in. How can anyone pass judgment if anyone is just trying to be happy? The only sin is getting in the way of someone's personal truth and what they believe to be truth. Some Christians have tried to argue for secular trends using biblical language. And while it is true that the Bible condemns racism and hatred, progressive agendas certainly do not reflect Christian values. They promote sin under the guise of loving everyone, and they're calling it anti-racism or racism, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a blurb from about a five-page article that I think sets the stage of where we are today in America. And in our national culture today with the wokeism and the woke society and the woke culture, if you do not embrace the critical race theory, if you do not embrace the LGBTQ sodomite agenda, if you do not embrace what is on the fast track today for revolutionizing America, then there's something wrong with you. There's a problem. But ladies and gentlemen, as this writer says, the American church has fallen. And because we've fallen from the truth of the word of God, as a culture today, a woke culture, people in general are embracing the woke culture's narrative rather than the narrative found in the word of God. Overwhelming majority of those listening under the sound of my voice today that say that you're saved, you're lost when you open the scripture as to where you find truths in the word of God. And it's simply because you're now embracing, we as a nation are now embracing 
the culture rather than Christ it should be the centrality of the culture. Simply put, today, there's a vast void in true biblical Christianity. I believe that to be facts. Therefore, our current society, ladies and gentlemen, is willing to embrace things like the LGBTQ agenda, the critical race theory, the drug culture, simply because it feels good. And after all, God wants us to be happy. That's the fake Christianity that this writer was just speaking of that I read just a moment ago. Let me read that headline again. The American church has fallen. Shocking poll shows fake Christianity has supplanted the biblical worldview. And I believe that to be absolutely factual. I believe we can uh, trace back to each and every one of the factors that's facing America today and find it's as a result of the vacuous void position in the hearts and the lives of individuals and in our great nation of the truth of the word of God. Evidently, ladies and gentlemen, unnoticed by so many Americans, today we are witnessing the woke culture that's pushing today Marxism as our nation is being destroyed. It's a cultural Marxism. And today, ladies and gentlemen, if you say anything about the system, somehow, some way, uh, you are simply a racist. In fact, uh, it was uh, President uh, Biden that recently said that if you disagree with the uh, critical race theory, uh, you're simply uh, a racist. You're simply uh, doing something that is a political, making political points. Here's the article that makes that statement. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just read you the headlines in two or three sentences from the article. The Biden administration says uh, politicians opposing the critical race theory are just trying to score political points. The White House Deputy Press Secretary claimed Thursday that Republicans who oppose critical race theory are trying to score political points with its voters. CRT holds that America is fundamentally racist, yet it teaches people to view every social interaction and person in terms of race. Its ardents pursue anti-racism, uh, though the end of the merit, objective truth, and the adoption of race-based policies is absent. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a fact that what we're finding taking place in our great nation today is simply racism, but it's called the critical race theory. It's dividing America based on skin tonation. It is uh, dividing our nation today to destroy the foundation. And I must remind you, Jesus said, a home divided cannot stand. A nation divided cannot stand. And we're watching the evisceration of our fundamental foundation of a home and family and a great nation called America. I believe that it's time, ladies and gentlemen, we recognize what is taking place in our nation. Today, our school system, listen, K through 12th grade and then the uh, college through the university level, even the military and all levels of the federal government are indoctrinating our citizens by what is called the critical race theory. And I say that we must sit up, take notice, and recognize that God created only one race, the human race. Now, hear me. Lest we lose focus of that, if we lose focus that God created only one race and we start dividing America based on skin tonation, when do you stop? Where's the end of the divisiveness? And may I remind you that one of the major 
tools in the Marxist tool book, tool chest, is to divide a nation. Divide the nation, you can conquer the nation. Here's an article that says, Rank Hypocrisy. Top general pushes military CRT, critical race theory. Ignoring the controversy over critical race theory didn't go so well for the left. So they tried to deny it. That was a bust, this writer says. Now they've moved on with a new strategy, digging in and defending it. When the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, came to testify at the latest defense budget, a handful of Republicans took the opportunity to put the country's top general on the hot seat over the wildly unpopular move to teach CRT in the ranks of the military, starting with America's service academies. When conservatives pressed Milley on the complaints they've heard from cadets and others, Milley was openly strident. Quote, I personally find it offensive that anyone is accusing the United States military of being woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there, he told Congressman Waltz. Our service members need to be open-minded and widely read, especially argued on issues like racism. I want to understand, I want to understand white rage, and I'm white myself, Millie said. Look, Representative Michael Waltz, Republican of Florida, fired back. Republicans aren't manufacturing this firestorm. Uh, this isn't something that we're raising. This came to me from cadets, from families, and from soldiers, and their alarm and their concern on how divisive this type of teaching is that is rooted in Marxism. The classic people along class lines, classifying people along class lines, an entire race of people as oppressors and the oppressed. He further says, our brave men and women in uniform are coming to members of Congress and sounding the alarm because they find they, these teachings, all they do, very, very divisive, bad, 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 bad for morals, bad for the morale, uh, bad and horrible for cohesion. And I can tell you from 25 years in the Army as a Green Beret, Walt says, this is wrong for the military. Ladies and gentlemen, in our schools, kindergarten through high school and right on through the university level. Now, in every aspect of the federal government, most state governments, they are dividing our nation along ethical, ethnic lines, dividing the culture. And let me remind you once again, ladies and gentlemen, the major tool in Marxism, Karl Marx, was to dethrone God, to destroy the nuclear family, and to divide the nation. And that's exactly the three major tools that are being used in America today to undermine, to tear down, and destroy the fundamental foundation of our nation. And Psalms 11.3 says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm vitally concerned about where we're going as a nation. What is going to be the end result in our colleges and universities, in our schools, in our academies? What's going to be the end result when we have students that are dividing and it's bringing about hate, animosity, resentment, and rejection for others simply because of skin color. God sees the heart. He's not looking at the skin tonation. And yet we have those within the realm of the so-called Christian church today that's embracing the teaching of Black Lives Matter, Antifa, 
critical race theory, all of which are antithetical to anything that's called the truth of the Word of God. We need to sit up and take notice, ladies and gentlemen, of what's taking place in our nation. The critical race theory is perhaps one of the most divisive things, and some say, well, why it has jumped on the scene all of a sudden, and it's covering the nation. And it seems that way, but it's been underground for years and years and years, networking through the socialist Marxist communist system with the colleges and the universities, with the professors that has an avowed goal of destroying the United States of America, teaching our students that's walking out with college degrees, graduate degrees, teaching them to hate America, to hate the culture, to hate who we are, and to hate God, to reject the Bible. And that's destroying the very warp and woof of our society today. We must all sit up, I say, take notice and recognize that God created that one race, and it's the human race. And Jesus Christ reminds us that if we are divided as a people, as a home, as a family, as a nation, that our homes, our families, and our nation cannot stand. So, ladies and gentlemen, our national school, national school system has... Uh, devolved into a bastion of indoctrination and brainwashing. We're going to talk about that further after the top of the hour news. Hang in there for about one minute for the top of the hour news. We'll be right back as we face the issues. This is Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Jean A. Youngblood from First Conservative Baptist Church and Conservative Theological University in Jacksonville, Florida. To learn more, visit conservative.edu. 